Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Behind the Mask with Cassandra Perkins. Listen today as we show you how to love God, love people, and impact the world for Christ. Hello, Cassandra Perkins here. Welcome to the show. This is Behind the Mask, where our goal on this program is to inspire you to live a purpose-driven life, hopefully with the uh, with the stories of other people who have been through struggles in their life. We all go through ups and downs, and we all hit bumps in the road, but we know that they're just bumps and that we're going to get over them. And no matter how deep the struggle may be and how, uh, how much you may be feeling lost and hopeless, but there's always hope and there's always light at the end of the tunnel. And I think really sharing encouraging stories from other people who have messages of going through struggles and, and being able to come on uh, and through the other side, through the tunnel, being able to come and go through that and share the stories and their message afterwards can hopefully uh, maybe steer you towards a path and direction of, of recovery and being able to get through these these bumps in the road. And that's truly what I hope to bring to you uh, as my listeners. I really hope to bring that to you today. And I think the someone who so perfectly represents that is my guest today, Gary Barnes. And he is so, you're just so incredible. Everything he does, he, he just lives a life truly with that message of, of sharing the light and sharing the struggles and, and being transparent. And it's so amazing to find somebody who's so transparent with everything that they do and everything that they are and to be able to share that with other people because it, it really just it helps. It draws in me even just to be able to listen to his story and hear his struggles and what he's been through and to see that today he's here to help inspire other people and help people in their life. So without further ado, I'm so excited to welcome Gary Barnes to my show. Hi, Gary. Thanks so much for being here. <laughs> well, it's my privilege. You know, Cassie, this is so special. And, well, you know, I, you. I have followed you for just a short while here. Yeah. But it's very impressive. You know, one of the things that I have looked for over the years is who's going to take over when some of us that are a little older <laughs> decide to <laughs> move on. Right. And it's so encouraging to see individuals like yourself. That, well, you thank know, you. You, you. You haven't asked permission. You have just taken the reins. And that is very cool. Well, that's so cool that you point that out. And I, I think that we all have that capability to go on and live a purpose-driven life and to be able to inspire other people and that we, we don't need permission to do it. We just take the reins and go. And I, I think my generation has to be the generation to, to take control and take the reins and that we're so capable of it. And uh, I think to have the older generation realize that is so important to, to even me just to have you hear you say that because we are capable of truly amazing things. And to hear you say that is very kind, so thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You know, it's not a competition. Right. You know, we were talking earlier before the show, it's that, you know, I don't feel like I'm getting old. I'm getting older. Right. And so where is the value? Particularly in North America, we don't value affirmity and we don't value age. Right. In other countries, you really find that and that blending, mm -hmm. that passing on the torch 
and learning from each other. Sometimes, you know, I was from the generation that we were wanting to get outside the box. Right. You know, but the challenge was we got outside the box, but we stopped. And all we did was create a bigger box. Hmm. And really now doing the uh, that that progressive realization, that progressive knowledge. Because when I was 20 years old, I was a pastor. And it scares me to even say that because I was giving marriage counseling after 30 days of marriage. <laughs> so I don't know who I messed up. But I, I, I hope, you know, the, the man upstairs took right, care of it. Right, right, right. But, you know, the older we get, the more that we realize, the more that we don't, the more that we know, the more that we know that we don't know. Right. And so the, the, that that, that viewpoint and those of us that live in Colorado if we've been on 14,000 foot mountains you know the the biggest thing the challenge of a 14,000 foot peak is the false summits because you think you're coming to the top and yet there's another summit beyond that right and I look at that in life I mean it's that next adventure Right. And I love that you pointed out as an adventure too. And that's truly the the mindset that I, I love about you is that you truly think of things such as the, the next difficulty as the next adventure. And that's truly that the way that you're living your life. And that is, that's the way you're living your life and you're preaching it and you're also living it, which is so special to find in today's society. So let me introduce you and read a little bit about your bio because you're doing so many amazing things. And you know, you just mentioned uh, different countries and you have clients in seven different countries, which is so crazy you so I bet you get to experience so many different cultures and ages and all of that so let me introduce a little bit about who he is he is the breakthrough business mastery coach he is a high performance business and sales coach popular national and international speaker and award-winning number one international Amazon best-selling author and you have seven books which is so cool he is he has a clients that span over seven countries and he has been featured on ABC CBS NBC Fox, PBS, and TEDx. He is founder of Gary Barnes International as a leading authority. He has created several successful companies in selling and personally selling over $280 million in products and services. And to do this, you've truly developed principles and tools that have helped you increase your production. And you're able to share those with other people and teach other people. And you're also, um, you understand how to deal with adversity. And that's something that we've been talking about as we uh, started the show today. Adversity is something we all go through, but you have fought even life-threatening illness, which is such a huge uh, adversity to have to go through. And you won. Here you are today. And you were diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. Um, and you were told that you'd never be able to walk again, that you would never and you never be able to drive, never be able to do these things, and that you would potentially be dead in 10 years, which is such a, a hard thing to have to face that reality. But you never owned up to that diagnosis. And you said, no, I'm going to go above and beyond that. And he created a process that has changed many lives around the world. And he believes that your worst day is the day you meet uh, the, the, he believes that your worst day is the day you meet the man or woman you could have been. That is so, such a, it's a hard realization, but that's, that's what we need to realize. And that's what we need to look at is that's what our life is. And we need to follow down that path and go down that path, no matter how hard the adversities may be. What if, what if we look back and see that that's the person we could have been? That's the person that we, we could have been if we hadn't just got beyond that adversity and just looked beyond that and said, I'm not going to own up to this like you did. And you're not only doing these things, but like I said, you're preaching them to other people and saying that everyone is capable of this. 
every single person, no matter what your adversity is, if it's depression, if it's a life-threatening illness, if it's uh, losing a loved one, whatever the case is, that adversity you can get over. And I'm so happy that you're here on my show today to share that and to talk about that. I appreciate that. Well, I'm excited to be here as well. Yeah, it's really great. And you're here in studio. It's so awesome. And you just have this life-changing story. But for you, you were always a very fast-paced, very successful man. And here you are being diagnosed with this life-threatening illness just out of the blue. What was that like for you? Would you mind talking about what that transition was like and how you were really this fast-paced moving person and sadly this disease hits you? Oh, you know, it was really unique because it was uh, basically 27 years ago, and it was in the fall, and we had one of the first four-letter words that happened in Colorado about this time of year is snow, and it's usually that real heavy stuff. And you were right. You know, I created a financial planning firm, and it was in the top 3% in production throughout the country, so I would, had no time for that roadblock or that speed bump. Right. You, know, I, 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 you know, don't bother me with stuff right. because I, I have a vision. And my personality is a um, expressive driver, so I'm, I'm driven, but I want to have fun doing it. Right. And so when this happened, uh, it did come out of the blue because I was shoveling snow and there was an extreme sharp pain in my right palm. And I thought maybe I pulled something, something just, you know, I was, I twisted a little bit, you know, incorrectly. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I decided, well, to ignore it. But by the time I went to bed that night, that pain had changed to numbness. It had radiated up my right arm across my chest, down my left arm, down to my feet. I was totally numb from the neck down. Wow. I didn't tell anybody. I, I knew for a fact that all I needed was a good night's sleep. I still had just pulled something. It was a nerve pinch, something. And the next morning I woke up and I did what I now call inventory, you know, where you could start checking out body parts to see if they still work. And, you know, sort of the, that, you know, feeling was coming back. And I figured I'd test it. And I jumped out of bed and right on my face. Wow. And my wife looks at me and she normally is out of bed before I am. But she goes, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm checking the housework. (laughs) (laughs) But I was the one doing the vacuuming. And I had to come clean with what had happened the day before and went into the dock. And, you know, the doctors are great, but they don't like telling you bad things. Yeah. And so it wasn't very long before he said, you know, Gary, there's nothing I'm going to be able to do for you. You're going to see the man upstairs. And I went, there's got to be something. You're going to, come on. He goes, oh, no, I'm so sorry. You're going to go see the neurologist on the second floor. <laughs> you know, come on, oh, no. guys. Oh, no. And I did. I went upstairs. I saw the neurologist. And within just a couple of minutes, he said, there's a brand new test called an MRI. And I want to go see if I can get you in a, an exam. And I said, with all due respect, it's Thanksgiving weekend. Can't this week. He said, no. Left the room. And so when he came back, he says, great news, we're, we got you an appointment, midnight, Saturday night, and MRIs at that time, I had one of the very first ones in the state. Wow. It was in the back of an 18-wheeler tractor-trailer truck. <laughs> and so I said, can't this wait? And he says, no. Uh, I said, well, what are you looking for? And he said, you have three choices, cancer, a brain tumor, or multiple sclerosis. And I literally looked at him and I asked for door number four. Hmm. And he goes, you know, and this is something docs do too. He says, don't worry about it. You know, go have an enjoyable time. Come back and we'll talk to you after the holidays. I went ahead to the exam. 
Sunday night, Thanksgiving weekend, he calls. I felt very special. But, you know, when he called, I said, okay, what did you find? He goes, don't worry about it. Come see me 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. He took an hour to tell me everything it wasn't. And finally he said, I, I said, you know, just give it to me. I can take it. He goes, you still have three choices, MS, MS, or an MS. Hmm. And at that point, I got excited because I thought he had given me a life sentence. And he said, you don't understand. In my opinion, you will be dead or in a wheelchair in 10 years. And I looked at him and I said, it's got to catch me. I'm not waiting around for it. Hmm. And he thought I was in total denial. You know, at this point, I had no, no feelings at all from the neck down. And so there was a process I went through after that, that literally five years later, and there was a process of visualization. And five years later, I had a second MRI, and 95% of the lesions on my brain were no longer there. Mm. And they said it's impossible. It was a new, it was at the MS uh, clinic at a different hospital. He says, you still have it. And, you know, but, you know, I, I still have symptoms. There's things that I deal with. But the, the reality is, is that I've never owned the illness. I've always said I was diagnosed with, which meant it was somebody else's opinion. And over the years, people say, how did you heal yourself? I don't believe I did. I believe I rewired myself. Hmm. We have been given the ability through our body, you know, the, the, this mass, this magnificent creation that we've all been given the gift of. Yeah. And the brain is not being utilized. And so it's not a magic bullet. It's not that, you know, you know, something that I didn't have any guarantee that I was going to be able to do what I had as far as a result. Right. But the like both doctors said, well, it can't hurt you. Hmm. Wow. To have to change that realization in your own head and to look at this and, and there you go right off the bat. You know, people would say you were in denial, but you were just you weren't going to let this define you. You weren't going to you were going to run from this. You were going to get ahead of it. And I love that you did that. But to have that mindset is such a special thing. And I think people in society crave that mindset so much. So we're going to take a break. When we return, we're going to talk to him a little bit about how he gets his positive thinking and how he's so positive about everything. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Gary Barnes. I'm Cassandra Perkins from Behind the Mask. And I'm Jimmy Graham, Director of Active Shooter Response Training Center. Between 2000 and 2013, an average of 11.4 active shooter incidents occurred annually. And according to the FBI, active shooter incidents are on the rise, and the majority of them occur in the workplace. Tell us a little bit about your background, Jimmy. I spent a little over 15 years in the U.S. Navy SEAL teams as an operating instructor, and then I also uh, worked for the federal government training protective officers and deploying overseas. And now what are you doing to help educate and prepare others? At ASRTC, we're training individuals in the work place to protect themselves and those in their care. I love your motto. Would you mind sharing with my listeners what it is? Not at all. We have a motto of faith, not fear, and perception, not paranoia. To learn more, contact us at asrtrainingcenter.com. Hi, this is Cassandra Perkins from Behind the Mask. And this is Mark Merrow with Champion of Choices. Major depression affects more than 120 million people around the world. 
suicide is now the second leading cause of death with students ages 10 through 24. Like my good friend Mark says, happiness is the key to success, and we all have that choice to make in life. There is a light at the end of the tunnel, so reach out to those around you and be the voice. We become who we surround ourselves with. Your friends, they're like elevators. They're either going to take you up or they're going to take you down. Find out more information at ThinkPods. That's P-O-Z dot org. ThinkPods.org. Hi, I'm Cassandra Perkins from Behind the Mask. And I'm Lynn Reamer with Act on Drugs. Being a teen in today's society, we have more pressure today than teens have ever had in the past. I remember sitting in math when the teacher walked out of the room and the kid in front of me in class offered me a blunt. You know, marijuana is a very popular drug in schools today. In fact, Colorado is 56% higher than the national average with teen marijuana use ages 12 to 17-year-olds. Lynn, what are some of the signs that parents can look for in their kids that they have been using drugs? Well, I think the first thing you need to do is just take a good look at your kid and pay attention to your senses. What do you see? Are their eyes dilated or constricted? Are they grinding their teeth? Are they sweating? Pay attention to what you smell. Do you smell alcohol, marijuana, chemicals, or do you smell vomit? And pay attention to what you hear. Are they slurring their words? Are they speaking fast, slow? Are they taking a while to answer? Are they following your conversation? If you just pay attention, you can put it all together. And parents, don't ever be afraid to have that conversation. Parents who have that conversation with their kids are less likely to do drugs. And if you're struggling with anything, don't ever be afraid to ask. Always step up and ask for help. No matter how hard it is, help is available. For resources and more information, visit my website at actondrugs.org. Welcome back, everyone. I am joined here in studio with Gary Barnes. Welcome back. Thanks so much again for being here. Oh, it's my pleasure. We've been having a great conversation, and we really, uh, we've been talking a little bit about what he's been doing in his life. He's doing so many amazing things. He is the breakthrough business mastery coach, and he is uh, living his life to his really his true potential. And he's so transparent and so real with us. But the real transparent him is, is it's it's so real. It's so real. And you're so positive and outgoing. And I think that's something that society wants to, they, they crave it. Society craves to want to look at life in a positive aspect, which is, it's hard to do sometimes. It is. It's really hard to do when obstacles hit you or things hit you out of the blue that you're, you're not prepared for. And to have to deal with that and cope with that, people just, they, they, they can't see the positive side of things. They can't see the light side of things. So we need to know your secret. <laughs> How, how do you find such positivity and, and where does that come from for you to, to live your life with such positivity and, and, and outgoingness? <laughs> you, you know, it really, I think, goes back to early childhood, which was not positive. It was a home life that was survival. Uh, you know, I think we all come from a, a, a part of a dysfunctional family. I, I know your mom's here, so I don't want to <laughs> <laughs> put her on the spot. Put her on the spot. Uh, but people have asked me, how did my brother, sister and I come out so well coming out of the situation we did? And I think it comes down to one word, choice. It's how I ended my TEDx talk is that the greatest gift that we've all been given in life is the power of choice. So it's not always that pleasant. Do I get down at times? Absolutely. I mean, I'm human, just like everyone else. But it's that power of choice of saying, what is it really? What can I do? Not what can I do. 
can't I do? So, you know, with the original diagnosis of the multiple sclerosis, you know, with being numb from the neck down, and I've never really had that feeling come back in my hands, uh, it, it's like they're um, numb and they're asleep. So I came to realize the the thought that I, I may never touch my wife's skin the same way ever again, and it was a big loss. Mm-hmm. But then I started looking at that I wanted to see my, my boys who were seven and nine to graduate from high school, college, get married, have children, play with my grandchildren. I, I created my 100th birthday party and what I was going to do. I was going to skydive. <laughs> and, and so if George Bush can do that, some of the older ages, so can I. <laughs> and so, you know, it, it's those things of saying yes. And people have asked, you know, when I have flown the P-51 World War II fighter, when I bungee jumped, you know, all this stuff, it's a series. They say, well, how did you do that? Or how was it? Uh, I said, I said yes. Mm. I, I made it a part of my vision. Uh, the inscription I put in one of my books is, life is an adventure, enjoy the ride. And so many times, and we were talking about it earlier as well, is that we wait for permission to live. Yeah. And why why do we do that? And I think we've been taught to do that. So from a very early age, from whether it be church or school or, you know, the general society, maybe our families, we have not uh, or we have been taught to ask permission instead of saying, this is my destiny. This is what I have been brought here on this planet to become. And what legacy will I leave? Mm. Uh, th- th- last night, I, as I was going to bed, I created a, a new talk. And the title of the talk is, Are You Lucky? And the, real, the, the thoughts that I was having around is that how many trillions of activities and points of contact did it take for two people to come together that created me, that created you? Hmm. So from the beginning of time, how many of those things, if any one of those things did not happen, yeah. would we be here? Right. And so wow. then we get into that, what, one in 20 million you know, chance of that particular sperm and egg coming together to create us, the biggest yeah. lottery in the world. We have already won. And so as we are born, mm. the stars have already aligned. This is the gift. And what do we do with that gift? And so, again, it doesn't mean that, you know, there's times that I, I have pain in my body. There's times that I bump in the walls. I've fallen off two stages. You know, one was being filmed live, and the camera people were looking to see where I went. And so I've had those challenges, that mental challenge of what do I do with it? It's the same in business. Business, 80% of building a business or living life is mental and emotional. It's that psychological barriers that we put on ourselves or society puts on us. And so one of the things with the diagnosis of MS that I did is coined the phrase, hire the handicapped, we're fun to watch. Hmm. And when I say that from stage, people start laughing, but then they go, is that PC, is that politically correct? <laughs> you know, what do I do with it? So really, it's about that attitude. What is it that you want to do? We, I was mentioning earlier, I used to boulder. You know, it's where you get onto rocks that are the size of houses and you jump from. I don't do that anymore because that would be, you know, reckless. It's something that really wouldn't benefit myself or my family. But how many things can I do? I still do the 14ers. I still, there's a lot of things that I can do and have a very fulfilled life and be able to, you know, contribute. What is is it that we're going to leave when we leave? 
So did you have to, for your own life, I think people are, are so quick to look on the pa- in the past as well, which is okay to glance back in the past and, and you don't have to forget your past. But when people live in the past, that's where struggles come from. So how did you learn to let go of some things, you know, let go of things that you can't do anymore? How, how did you learn in your own mindset? Was it again, the, the choice? You know, it really is a choice. And it was my early study. And somehow I gravitated to the uh, motivational, the early fathers, uh, Norman Vincent Peale. Norman Vincent Peale said, he had this a little story. He said, when a problem comes towards him, he has a saying, where have you been? I've been practicing and preparing for you all my life. Hmm. You know, Jim Rohn, Brian Tracy, Tony Robbins. I mean, there, there is a theme that runs all the way through each and every one of those individuals. And so pulling out of those you know, principles and saying, what applies to me? What is it that would work for me? And for me with the MS, it was the, the visualization process. But visualization is for everything. You know, it's this desk, it's this microphone, it's the cars we drove. I mean, everything was visualized conceptually before it became a physical reality. So why don't we do that with our lives? Why don't we do that with our bodies? Why don't we do that with relationships? What is it that we really want and why are we hesitating? And it's out of fear. And most fear is false. It really doesn't exist except in our minds. And so, you know, what's the worst that could happen to us? You step out and I don't believe there's any failing. I mean, you can't. You You can't. You You learn from it. You know, Maxwell talks about failing forward, you know. And so as you're progressing, that's really what we want. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, for fear, it's false evidence appearing real. And that's really what it is. And it's so crazy how much it controls us and controls our life. And uh, not even in just a sense of like getting on a roller coaster, but it can it can control the way we act towards people and wanting us to go out and do things. And uh, even even like uh, us, like getting up on stage, it could control us getting up on stage and not sharing our message because of fear. It's so controlling and controls our life so much. So the fact that you can just sit back and, and create this this new vision for yourself and really make the choice in your own head to go forward with that and to look at that and, and persevere with that and step and put that in the front line. That's what's important. And that's truly what we should do on a, on a day-to-day basis. Now you have so many events and so many amazing things you're doing and I want people to be able to find you and get in contact with you and your books. You have so many incredible books too. And I, I'm just so impressed with you. Would you mind throwing out where my listeners can get a hold of you? Well, the web website is GaryBarnesInternational.com and my direct email, which I answer all of my emails personally. I don't know how I still do that, but <laughs> right. so, so far I, I still do, is Gary at GaryBarnesInternational and that is spelled out, dot com. Very cool. And for people to get in contact with you and talk to you it is so special. And, and that, again, plays with the transparent and the realness of you is that you're here to help people and you are truly living your life to impact other people. And thank you for, for doing that. I appreciate that. You know, people ask me when I will retire. And <laughs> yeah. I, I go, not never. <laughs> but, but my concept around that is this is not what I do. This is who I am. It is. And well, that's why truly would I who, stop being who I am? Right. Absolutely. And the fact that you're living your life this way, I truly think is going to get, uh, you know, inspire somebody else to live their life a purpose driven way too. And if you want to know more about um, Gary, I have his information all on my website as well. Um, and I have other li- uh, guests who have been on who also have just insp- inspiring stories of, of hope and, and perseverance. If you want to hear those, be sure to go to my website. You can go to CassandraPerkinsRadio.com. We'll be right back. I'm coming home, I'm coming home Tell the 
This is Cassandra Perkins, host of Behind the Mask. And Scott Glazer, executive director for NAMI Colorado. 250,000 plus people suffer from mental illnesses right here in Colorado. These illnesses include depression, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, obsessive compulsive disorder, and others. If you think you may be suffering from these conditions, know that you are not alone. You can find resources and help at namicolorado.org and nami.org to find screening tools and ideas for how to work with a mental illness. Hello, this is Cassandra Perkins, and I'm here with Phil R. Taylor, who is the host of the 17 Biblical Principles of Success. My friend, what does the program consist of? Well, Cassandra, we're so delighted to be able to bring this program. Have you ever met somebody who doesn't want to be successful? <laughs> no. we, we all want to be successful, right? Whether it be in our marriage or professions or jobs at school, whatever it is. Well, God's given us a blueprint, a specific formula for us to live a life that is full, meaningful, significant and successful. And so this program really breaks down 17 biblical principles that God has imparted to us through his word in order for us to live that life that is successful. And the Bible does talk about success. And so we've invited 51 contributors onto our program from various professions who share their personal stories and experiences in light of what the Bible and how the Bible has impacted them. And of course, filled in this program are anecdotes, insights from scripture that will inspire and uplift you to live that life of success as God has designed you. It's truly an amazing program and I want people to be able to get a hold of this. So what is the information? Where can we find more and purchase the 17 Biblical Principles of Success? It's really easy. All one has to do is go to 17 Biblical Principles of Success.org and that's spelled out number one seven biblical principles of success.org Hi, I'm Cassandra Perkins, host of Behind the Mask. And I'm Justin Kruger, the founder of Project Helping. Now, Justin, I think we can all agree that when we volunteer, it does great things for the community. But what are the benefits for the volunteer? Our mission is to use the joy of purpose that's created by volunteering to improve mental wellness. We create very engaging, social, and easy-to-join volunteer projects to leverage those health benefits. Great. Where can we find more information and get involved? You can visit projecthelping.org, and right on the homepage, there's a Get Involved button. Welcome back, everyone. I am joined right here in studio with my wonderful guest for today, 
Gary Barnes. I'm so excited to have him here. He has been talking to us a little bit about his life. He has faced uh, adversity in his life when he was diagnosed with uh, multiple sclerosis. And you have truly, you know, you've went off the path of that diagnosis and you said, I'm not going to let this define me. And he hasn't. And here he is today and, and he's driving and he's he's doing amazing things. He's speaking and you're uh, doing so many different classes and you're you're talking from everything from business to, you know, how to achieve your goals. And it, that's just, it's so amazing that you're doing the things that you're doing. And, and I'm so happy that you're on my show sharing that today. So thank you. Well, you're very welcome. It's great to be here. Yeah, it's really, it's, this has been a, a, such a fun show and I can't believe we're already halfway through it. I have so many more things to talk about, but I, really we were talking a, a little bit about how you stay so positive in your life before the break. We were talking about that, how you stay so positive and so happy and outgoing in your life. Um, but you, you know, today here, here you are, you went through adversity, you went through these, these difficult things in your life. And here you are today incorporating the, the life lessons you learned into your business and into, uh, helping other people with their business and with their personal life for you. How did you, uh, take those, those life lessons and really incorporate them into things like business and personal life? You know, I, I don't know how you separate business and personal. I, I know that people do, they segment it, but it, it really is a blend. We're living beings. And so one will affect the other. There's no way that right. you, in my mind to separate that. And so what does it really mean? Whether it be the economy in business, a, a downturn, uh, as a financial planner, and I sold the practice 12 years ago. It was the best thing I ever did. Mm. <laughs> People say I'm so much more relaxed now. <laughs> but, you know, I went through four major downturns in the market. Went through 9-11. You know, the, the things that we went through, we had no assurance that it was going to ever come back. And But it always did. But it always came back differently. So that's some of it, is that what is my expectation? What it, we have a tendency to focus in what we don't have instead of what we do have. What the opportunity now is, in 1929 in business, before the crash, there were, I forget what the number was, but after the crash, there were more millionaires created than before the financial crash in 1929. Hmm. The money doesn't disappear. It changes hands and the market changes. So what what is it that, where does the opportunity now lie for us? Right. When it comes to our physical, what can I do? We were talking about when I travel, I, a lot of people say, well, you don't have dexterity in your fingers. And like my wife this morning helped me button my shirt. So what do you do? She's not with you. Well, I make friends with the hotel staff. Mm -hmm. And when I go back to the same hotel, what's really cool is they start arguing who's going to help me. Oh. I get adopted. And so I get to know their stories. And that's, to me, where it really lies. Mm -hmm. I want to know the people's story. Right. People have awesome stories out there that, oh, of their me. life. <laughs> yeah, this is, a, this is where you live. Right. <laughs> and, and nobody wants to hear it. Yeah. So when we say, how are you? Most of the time people say back to, I'm doing great. I'm fine. Whatever. It's a greeting. It's not an invitation to share. And so one of the things I did over the years is that I actually have done this. You get on an elevator and when somebody says, how are you? Answer this way. I'm doing really great, but my arm fell off this morning. It was bleeding profusely, mm -hmm. but I was able to reattach it, but I'm doing great now. How are you? Nine times out of 10, they'll say, good. About 15, 20 seconds later, they'll catch up to what I really <laughs> said. And I go, what? <laughs> so it's that pattern. It's routine. Yeah, it's, it's routine. A, <laughs> no, we're not hearing each other. No. 
And so, <laughs> you know, the, the positiveness is how can we connect with other human beings? Right. Because we are so disconnected. Right. We, we have technology. But people and, want that connection. They crave it. Absolutely. And so how do we do that in a highly technical world? Uh, I'm on another international show out of London tomorrow. Hmm. And it's going all over Western Europe and South uh, or Africa, South Africa. And, you know, so how do we make that personal? How do we make this show personal? How do we make that greeting in the elevator personal? And when we do that, some of the things that we're dealing with has a tendency to d- dissolve. It really doesn't matter as much. But if we get into that loop about why did this happen to me? What is it that I did wrong that caused this? Well, it, not necessarily anything. It just happened. So what is my reaction to what happened? Right. And when we start doing that, then we can start seeing the where the answers are, the possibilities, and how to actually use what has happened. What I thought originally when I was first diagnosed, it was scary. I was laying in bed, and I, I mean, here's doctors with a degree, you know, supposedly knowing more than I did, said I was going to die. Mm. Go home and enjoy your life as long as you have it because you're not going to be here. And so what happens with that permission again to be able to say, you know, maybe there's an alternative. What can I have? Right. And so when we do that, I think we find that there's a lot more possibilities than there are things that are going to hold us back. Right. And to make that switch in your, your brain is, is really difficult to do sometimes. And uh, it's a slow process. You know, it's not always this quick reaction where things are suddenly so positive and so great. And I think that's what's uh, sometimes wrong with society is people are looking for instant gratification and instant, uh, you know, success. And that's just not how it is. That's not just how life is. And I always refer to it as the, the 30 minute programs on TV. You know, they start out with an issue in the beginning of the program and in 30 minutes it's solved and everything cheery and happy that's that's not how life is life doesn't work out that way and so to be able to not have this instant gratification but to take things slowly one step at a time and make the little changes that you need to and set your mind right for that day for that moment that's what's so important you know when people say they're going on a diet you don't look and say well I'm going to stop eating this and I'm going to stop eating all of this you just make the decision for this meal to not eat fast food to make healthier choices for this meal and then you do it for the next meal and the next meal and pretty soon you're at that point where where you need to be and that's how we should really look at life and take it step by step do you agree i do you know it's not about what we can't do it's what we can do it's right. about vision right most people really misunderstand i think or really don't fully understand what a vision is and to me a vision is going into your future and making it so real that you can see it taste it and feel it And so when you bring that back to your present, you're being pulled towards that vision. And so when you have that choice of a food option or that time off or doing something in your business or, you know, getting more rest, whatever it may be, Mm -hmm. now it's in relationship to the ultimate vision, the ultimate result that you desire. And again, it kind of goes back to the permission. Do I have the right? Do I have the permission to live the life? See, when I was growing up, I was told you couldn't be rich. And when I said I was going into the ministry, my mother said, no, you can't because you have to have a calling from God. Mm. And then when I left the ministry, said I, she said I was going to hell because I, you know, <laughs> right. there was no way to win. Right. Right. And so right. I was like, okay. <laughs> but it, it really is, what is it that you see for yourself? And then allowing the, the doors to open and close that are going to progress you to that vision right 
And the vision can change over a period of time. Something you, uh, years ago, I wanted a Lamborghini in my garage. You know, I love fast cars and I've raced Porsches. And, you know, it just really, it's cool. But when I started racing Porsches on a closed track, I realized that there was no way I was going to be able to drive that way on an open road. And so why would I want a quarter of a million dollar car in my garage to impress my neighbors? And so that vision changed for me. I want the experience, but I don't, and same with airplanes. I, I, I don't need to say I own stuff, but I like doing things. And so how can I create that vision for my life? And if it inspires others, great, but I'm not doing it to impress others. There's a difference. And so really, it's, I, I, if anything, I hope that I can live by example that gives others permission to truly live a fulfilled life, whatever that means for them. Right. Well, here you took the, you know, for example, something that you wanted and you thought that you needed and you really broke it down into the steps. Like, is this going to benefit me? Is this going to benefit my life? And that's truly like a a tool that you have adapted to today, correct? It is. You know, we were talking about that earlier before the show is that we all have opportunities. And as we get more visible in the community, we're going to have more opportunities offered to us. And it was really difficult for me to say no, because it felt like I was telling someone that they were bad or somehow their right. their opportunity did not work. And so what I came up with is a question, does this opportunity take me towards or away from my ultimate vision? And then I can come back to that person, not with a right, wrong, good or bad, I can come back, does it fit? And so I keep their ego, their their passion intact. It just may not be the right fit for me, which would mean that it's not a right fit for them either. Right. And so we can both support each other in whatever that endeavor is, where they're going, where I'm going, and we go as a community. Hmm. To be able to take that and take that vision and, and, and really steer whatever vision you may be having in a direction that it needs to be going. To take, uh, to, to look at a, a vision like that and assess a situation like that and see is it the right fit for you. That's how we should deal with things in life and be able to say no and be able to get over those hurdles and, and truly take this vision um, for ourselves and go for it. Because if something's veering you off your path, then it's maybe not the right fit for you. And we all veer off the path every once in a while let's be honest. But the great thing is we get back on track. And that's what we have to remember is that you will get back on track. And I think uh, depression and being down is so hard in today's society. And and people are so depressed more than ever, I I truly believe. So being able to, to really have people like yourself out there saying that there are these bumps in the road. They're there. We all go through struggles and we're not perfect. I mean, I'm speaking for myself. I'm not perfect. I still go through struggles. We all go through struggles. And to be able to say that and, and, and live your life in that way and say, we're real. That's what it is. That's what it's about. You know, my wife's a psychotherapist. And one of the things that she had said over the years that depression is angered toward, uh, towards inward. Right. And so what are we angry about? And normally it's about not living our life, not living our passion, not living with permission to be who we are. And I think a lot of the things that we get depressed about, if we would just look and turn around and say, how does this fit? And if it doesn't, be able to release it. Because it's not about someone else's agenda, it's about ours. 
Right. And we're in a society today where we compare a lot. And like you said, we're a very technology driven society. And we're a society that uh, when we get on social media where we don't post about the I just talked about this last week on my show with my friend Dave Gamash, but we don't post the sad times. We don't post the struggles. We post when we're happy and things are going great. So when somebody looks at social media and they want to live up to your expectations and the compare game, that's not even real. That's those, those are we don't talk about the downsides. We don't talk about the bad things and uh, for example these youtubers who i really love have been married for about two years now and they just divorced out of the blue but everybody looks up to their marriage and says wow they're so perfect but they said look we share things with you but we only share the good things we only share the good things and the positive things so don't play the compare game go live your life and your true potential and that's what we have to do is change our mindset even just that little bit even just thinking that way when we're playing the compare game when we're looking at things like that even just changing our mindset a little bit can be so refreshing to just look and say that we all go through struggles. We all go through these things and that's okay. That's truly okay. Now we do have to take a break, but you are doing, here you are on my show, but it just, you go above and beyond. You're doing so many amazing things, incredible events. And I want to talk about some of the things that my listeners can get involved in. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with Gary Barnes. Hi, I'm Cassandra Perkins, host of Behind the Mask. And I'm Brian Warnicke, and I've been living with cystic fibrosis for 17 years. Brian, what is cystic fibrosis? Cystic fibrosis is a disease that attacks the digestive system and slowly shuts down the lungs. And it makes the mucus in your lungs more syrupy. So the mucus in everybody else's lungs is very watery, and you clear it by just breathing. The mucus in my lungs is like maple syrup, and I have to do respiratory treatments twice a day, every single day, along with 50 pills to control it. Brian, how are you bringing awareness to cystic fibrosis? So I've done a few charity bike rides. Um, I did one a couple years ago that was 1,065 miles over 43 days, 46 cities and eight mountain passes all around Colorado with my beloved dad with me. I'm also a very active advocate in the public speaking community for cystic fibrosis and the music video from One Republic, it's called I Lived, has been just amazing in raising awareness. Awareness. For more information about cystic fibrosis or about myself, you can go to the Pink Lightning Facebook page or cff.org or pinklightning.org. This is Cassandra Perkins, host of Behind the Mask. And this is Linda Newell, Colorado State Senator. Colorado ranks seventh in the nation for suicide. And in Colorado, suicide is the second cause of death for youth ages 10 through 24. If you are considering or have thoughts of suicide, don't be afraid to reach out. In a world where you might feel alone, please know there is always someone there to listen. No judgments, confidential. Call the National Suicide Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. 
Hi, this is Lynn Reamer, and I'm president of Act On Drugs. Did you know that drugs today are more potent than they've ever been before? From alcohol to marijuana to designer drugs and even methamphetamine. Drugs are also more available today, especially alcohol, pot, designer drugs, but specifically your prescription drugs, which kids get from the medicine cabinet. Studies show that if parents would talk to their kids, they're also a lot less likely to use them. So please talk to your kids today. For more information and resources, visit my website at actondrugs.org. Welcome back, everyone. I'm joined by Gary Barnes, who is so incredible, and we've been talking to him about everything. We've covered everything, how to stay positive in your life, how to reach for your vision and reach for your goal, and to get over adversity in your life just like he has. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. It's been so great and so amazing, and the things that we've talked about, it doesn't stop here. It doesn't stop when the show ends because you're doing so many incredible things. You're out there changing the world and making an impact with everything. You're you're, you're really doing uh, everything from business to personal life and in your own life. And you're, you're uh, teaching, and even like you just said, you're teaching how to incorporate them and how to get over and how to be successful because we want entrepreneurs in today's life. We want to make money. We want to do be successful, and we want to uh, live our life to our true potential, whatever, whatever that is. And you're doing that, and you have books. You have amazing books as well. So would you mind talking a little bit about uh, some of the classes that you offer, some of the things oh, sure. you got uh, an amazing event coming up here in January. I do two uh, boot camps a year. They're three-day boot camps. We have people coming in from all over, well, not all over the world, but we are international now hmm. and uh, all over the United States. And one of the things that makes this program unique is I teach what I have done. And so it's not theory. And it's also where day one is the psychological and emotional aspects of building a business. And I think that is what I call, it's not what I think I call, it's what I call foundation. Mm. And then day two and three is the strategies and techniques of actually how to incorporate the, the process around the product or service that a person has to offer. And it's all businesses. I mean, there is no one segmented niche market that comes in. It's really an eclectic room. Mm. And we have a lot of fun. Day one, we do board breaking. And so we have never had anyone not do it. Our youngest person was 19. Our oh. oldest person was 78. <laughs> and they have all done it. We have a phenomenal <laughs> cool. seventh degree black belt that Chris Nansky comes in and he conducts us for it. So it's very safe. He does this. And so, yes, it's the last weekend in January. They can go to BreakthroughBusinessMastery.com and get all the information on that. And then for the speakers, coaches, facilitators uh, out there, we have just opened up. I've been asked for years to train coaches on how I've been able to develop a 100K business just on the coaching side. Because a lot of people are doing it and they're doing great jobs, but they're really not receiving the compensation, the rewards, and they're struggling out there. So we just released it two weeks ago. And our first class is starting on the 17th of October. So they can go to 100kimpact.com and get all the information on that. And so we're excited about that program. But, you know, I never, in my wildest dreams, never thought I'd be an author. I never learned how to type huh. in school. And I had, you know, the two fastest fingers in the West called Tweedledee and Tweedledum. <laughs> 
And I didn't know how I was going to do it, but all of my books, everything I do, my correspondence with you has all been used with the voice-actuated software Dragon. It's by Nuance. And so the books have come out. I Writing for me is actually mentally painful. I don't enjoy it. I enjoy this. Right. I enjoy being on stage and telling stories and connecting with people. Right. But sitting down putting and it writing. Putting it into like, yeah, right. It's like, gee whiz. Where do I start? And so it's been a unique thing. But one of the things that I have taught now is uh, it's a combination. One is we all have celebrity. Yeah. And unfortunately, we have a negative connotation to that word. But to me, celebrity is our difference. What makes us different or special? Where Where's our unique angle coming in through the gemstone that gives that reflection back that people will be drawn to? Hmm. And so when you have that celebrity and you're able to showcase it in one of the best ways is through writing a book. And I never thought that it would do much for my career uh, at all. It was something that I had to do. Right. And I thought being a speaker, being a coach, being a business owner, and doing some of the things that I did on my professional side would be the thing that people would really gravitate to. But when I wrote the book, it opened up the world. Mm-hmm. It, it's, they contacted me from PBS to do four, majors, four shows going out to 157 major markets throughout the U.S. and Canada. TEDx called me because of the first book. They go, we read the title. We want you on the stage. Uh, okay. And, and so we, we made it work. All, all of my ABCs, all of the, many of the speaking engagements that I have now are stimulated because of the books. And somehow when you're an author, it elevates you because people have not met, as they say, real life authors. And I've been sitting on an airplane and you tell people what you do and you know they're being polite. And I've had numerous times where they go, you're an author? <laughs> I go, well, yeah. Uh, we've never sat next to a real-life author before. And I'm going, and so I, I think it goes back to if it's in print, we have a tendency to believe it. Right. And so I really encourage people in business or just real life to, to write your book, to get that message out. The other thing is that even if you're not in business, how many times my children, my, my boys, will come to hear me speak because they say they learned something about me every single time that they did not know. Hmm. I thought I had shared it with them. Right. So why not write down your personal story for future generations? When they see a picture, they can say, yeah, this is really who you are. Right. And now there's some context and content around your life. And so they can learn from you even if we're no longer here. I was going to say, there's your legacy. You, you're, there it is in physical format right there in front of you. And the, your beliefs and the way that you are right there in front of you in, in a book form. And the fact that you wrote seven books, right? Yeah, it just, you know, it's, it's crazy. It, it really is. You know, it just, and anymore, it, I, have, I have two more on, on the agenda right now, and I'm pushing myself to get them out. But, you know, it really is about sharing because when we start realizing that, what we're doing today, the we're here in studio and we're one-on-one, but we're, we're touching many other lives. A book has that ability to touch others. Right. And here's a, a key on celebrity, that I am the subject, but I'm not the message. Hmm. When you really start understanding that we can put ourselves and keep ourselves in balance, when you start believing your own PR, you're in trouble. But when I am there to share a message, then we can touch lives ongoing. I, I've had people tell me uh, the very first book, How a Beaver Saved My Life. They will 
get the book, and then they'll call me and can we get three more because I can't keep it. It goes into the family and never comes back. <laughs> right. You know, and to me, it's not about selling more books. Right. It's about it's having that book in the message that's allowing other people to live a more fulfilled life. Life is an adventure. Enjoy the ride. Oh, I love that so much. That's what you're doing. You're enjoying the ride and you're bringing others along for the journey as well and, and, and helping to teach them these life lessons that you've learned and hopefully, uh, you know, can avoid the adversity and the things by being prepared and to have the, this recognized. And I think that's so perfect and so beautiful. And I want to thank you so much for being on my show today. I, I just, I'm so, I'm so happy to call you my friend. Thank oh, you. My pleasure. Absolutely. We have Jacob Salem calling in to pray us out. Jacob, would you pray us out, my friend? Yes, ma'am. Lord, we just uh, we thank you today for all that this show is doing and all the people that are listening to this show. We pray very specifically for where they're at and their walk with you, that you would continue to guide them and use them and guide them through adversity and through the struggle and keep them motivated and keep them inspired. Lord, I know that you have a perfect will and a perfect plan for each and every one of us. Lord, we we thank you right now for Cassandra's show, everything that it, it's done in weeks past and everything do in weeks to come, that it would continue to reach people, to encourage them, to inspire them, to guide them, so that you can use them for your kingdom. Jesus, we love you today, and it's in that name, that precious name, I pray. Amen. Amen. And we thank you, Lord, for Jacob Salem as well, for doing everything that he's doing. Thanks so much, Jacob, for calling in always and praying out my show. I appreciate you. Thank you. We have, um, Gary, I want to just throw out real quick, I want to throw out your website and where people can get your book. Would you mind throwing that out for us? Oh, sure. Gary at GaryBarnesInternational.com is my email, and GaryBarnesInternational.com is the website. And if they go to the website, and you can get the books on Amazon, they're all there. But if you do it through the website and tell me who you would like me to sign the book, I will personalize it and email it direct, or not email it, mail it directly to you. Oh, yay. So <laughs> That's so it, cool. It, well, I'm going to get my signed copy today. I'm yeah. excited about that. I'm very excited yeah. about that. Awesome, Gary. Thanks so much once again for being here. I appreciate it. Oh, uh, you're welcome. It, it's, it's been a, my pleasure. Thank you so much. And thank you to my wonderful listeners today for tuning in and listening to the show. And as always, my producer, Jorge, who is so amazing. Thanks so much, Jorge, for running my show amazing. And just quick shout out to my family and my mom for always supporting me and, and helping me do what I do and follow my vision. Remember, love God, love people, and impact the world for Christ. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to Behind the Mask with Cassandra Perkins. To reach Cassandra or to learn more about her ministry and work, visit CassandraPerkinsRadio.com or look her up on Facebook. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.